This is the Decision Masters Podcast. I'm Kirsten Parker, the decision coach for overthinkers. When you feel good about your decisions, life feels good. You get to be present in your days and excited about where you're going. I'm going to help you build your decision mastery so it's easy to know what you want, navigate uncertainty, and handle any feelings that happen. Whether you're in the middle of some overthinking angst right now, or you simply love feeling in charge of your choices, you're in the right place. Clear, confident decisions are right around the corner. Let's get into it. Hi there. I would love to define some terms with you today. My husband knows that I am a big fan of semantics. It's not actually his favorite thing about me truth be told. But semantics can be very helpful. When we don't know exactly what we're talking about, when we say things like success or failure or overthinking, it's very easy to talk around something instead of talking about it. And that's when we miss nuances. That's when we make assumptions. That's when we actually make it harder for ourselves to get to the thing we want to get to because we don't actually know what we're talking about. So permission granted to spend a teensy second on semantics. I want to talk about how we know we're overthinking. Let's get really clear about what this means and actually reveal how easy it is to not do it. Thank goodness, right? Because when it's some big, vague problem, big, vague problems require big, vague solutions. And that's not what we're trying to do. We don't have time for that. Here's how I think of overthinking. Join me, won't you? I want you to imagine in your mind three plateaus, three big, expansive land masses. They can look however you want. You can make them like meadowy. You can make them like Grand Canyon-esque. Doesn't matter. They're separated by these chasms, by these gaps. One plateau is where we have ideas. It's the idea plane. We have desires, we have problems we want to solve, we have wants and needs and curiosities, ideas, okay? The next plane, the next plateau is where the decisions happen, where we make decisions about those ideas. I'm going to do this, I'm going to not do this, I'm going to find out more about this, blah, blah, blah. Then there's the action plateau. There's the implementation of those decisions, yeah? So when we are going along with our lives, when things feel easy, when we're not overthinking, we are moving quickly between these plateaus. We're actually getting on the bridge and we have smooth sailing from an idea to a decision to acting on that decision. You know this feeling because it's frictionless and it's freaking delicious. And sometimes we move quickly between these plateaus and sometimes not. But the difference is the friction element, right? You can have an idea and know I'm not making a decision on that until next quarter. That's how this podcast was born, right? I made the decision to do the podcast last year, but I also made the decision not to act on it until June of 2022. And here we are. I wasn't taking immediate action, but I wasn't experiencing any friction either. The friction happens in the gap, the gap between the idea and the decision and the decision 
and action. That's where we overthinkers tend to fall in and stay for a little bit. And if you're a visual person, I want you to go get this downloadable that I created for this episode, kirstenparker.com forward slash two. Go get that downloadable because I am working with so many amazing people, but I've been working with a lot of my clients for a long time because we have so much fun together, duh. And I presented this gap idea in a training I did sometime in 2021. I can't remember when. And my client just said the other day in one of our sessions, when I saw that graphic about the gap, it literally changed my life. And I've been getting out of the gap ever since. And she's rocking it. She doesn't go in the gap anymore. She's so funny because she comes to sessions and she's like, I saw us go into the gap on this and I got us right out. We didn't even go on this decision of making fast decisions. It's so much fun. But if it changed her life, it could change yours. So I put together a PDF to accompany this episode just to make what's happening when we go into the gap crystal clear and highlight how we can make it to the other plateau, make it to the next thing way more easily, way more frictionlessly, okay? So what's happening to us when we're in the gap is a bunch of fear, super normal. We're afraid of making the wrong decision so we don't make it. We're afraid of regretting it. We got a lot of FOPO going on, fear of people's opinions. We have a lot of fear of inadequacy. We have a lot of fear of not being ready, of not being good enough. But what we're doing in the gap is not practically dealing with these fears. It's not directly addressing the fears and resolving them so that we can move forward. We're actually busying ourselves, ourselves, or we're taking zero action, right? It's very busy or it's very still in the gap. Both are unhelpful. Neither is moving you closer to the next plateau. Both feel like friction, Okay, so you can fall into the gap and take lots of action. It can look very busy. You can research and try to get to the right answer. You can ask for everybody's opinions and try to get the right answer, right? Try to convince yourself that you won't regret it. You're making the right choice. You can play out vivid movies in your mind. I used to do this all the time. I would have an idea and then I would go straight into the gap and concoct these movies that would just catastrophize the worst case outcomes of making this decision poorly. We can go into the gap and snowball think. This is when one thought leads to the next thought, to the next thought, and all of a sudden we're like panicking about 10 years from now. Or we can pinball think right? Where we're not actually going to the future in our minds, but we're just going back and forth between all the options or we're thinking about everything that is overwhelming us in this present moment. So that's what it looks like to go into the gap with lots and lots of activity. You can also go into the gap and it can still count as overthinking if you're not taking lots of action. Sometimes this is sneakier, but I'll explain why it's still a problem. So when you go into the gap, and you don't take action, it's avoiding making a decision, distracting yourself, like, oh yeah, I'm going to clean the garage. And then like all of a sudden you have watched four episodes of a show, or sometimes you say you're going to work on one thing and then like a whole dresser unit gets built. And you're like, that's weird. That's not what I decided to do. (laughs) Is that happening to anybody else? Or it's just waiting right? We can, we can really go into the gap and get afraid of making a decision or implementing it 
and we go in the gap and we don't do anything, but it still counts as overthinking because it's draining, because it's taking up real estate in your mind. It's consuming bandwidth. And a good clue that you're going into the gap on some stuff is when you say, when you hear yourself saying, oh, I need to think about that. Oh, yeah, I need to figure that out. Ooh, that's a good idea. We should think about that. It makes so much sense. Of course, we want to think about good ideas. They're good ideas. We should think about them. However, when the next action you take is not actually thinking about that thing, when you say, ooh, we got to figure that out, and then go immediately into the next room and do something different, you just want to be careful that you are doing that intentionally, okay? That's the difference between, like, remember I said I decided to do this podcast in June back in whatever, October? I was taking no action, but it wasn't taking up any bandwidth because the decision was made. We can walk away from decisions and we can decide not to take action. That's a decision. And acting on that decision is not doing the action, right? Oh, we just got so meta. But the reason it's a problem and the reason it counts as going in the gap is because usually we're doing this with things that we either really want to decide or we really want to take action on. So it's a little painful to be in the gap and not moving those decisions and actions forward. Or we're just preventing ourselves from relieving that bandwidth, relieving that energy drain. Because we make ourselves responsible for so many things and we're so busy, sometimes it feels like we can't decide more or do more. But instead of consciously deciding, I'm going to wait on this, I'm not going to do this right now, we go into the gap and we, th- and we, we kind of just ignore it a little bit. We kind of avoid it, but we still send energy to it. Oh yeah, I'm going to think about that. And now that idea that you said you were going to think about is taking up real estate in the corner of your mind and not going anywhere. It's not moving you forward. It's not getting any of your attention. And in order to not forget about it, your brain is actually sending a ton of energy to keeping it there just so it might increase the chances that you might get back around to it. So I just want you to be aware, am I going into the gap? Am I going into the gap like every 10 minutes? Because you'll know, you'll know if you have an opportunity come up like the idea to get lunch. And I know this is like the silliest example, but this is where it shows up. You have an idea to get lunch and then your brain will go straight into the gap overthinking all the options, putting too much pressure on the outcome as the habit, right? That's like, this is, this is why we call overthinking a habit because that's the default. We just got to go into the gap. Oh, I have an idea about something. Let me go into the gap for a second. Or 20 years. Right? And I want to point out this happens before and after a decision. So a lot of the time, us overthinkers, we're very familiar with the gap before a decision. We can see the decisions we're not making. And we are very frustrated with ourselves. So I, I'm asking you to breathe, and we're not on a judgment fest here. It's normal. There's literally a whole podcast about it. (laughs) But it also happens after we make decisions. So I just want to make sure that you're aware we can get ourselves to the point of deciding something and feel really good about it, right? I'm gonna start that podcast. I'm gonna get the garage organized. I'm gonna write the book. 
But our tendency can be to immediately go straight into the gap after making a decision where we start rethinking the decision and making sure that was the right decision to make and checking for other people's opinions. Again, same stuff. And it's all coming from the same fear. So we have to make sure we know it is normal to find ourselves in this gap. It's normal. Overthinking, I know, spoiler alert, this might seem antithetical to this whole podcast we're doing, but overthinking might happen. And it might have to be okay. But what we are trying to do is make sure you don't live in overthinking. We don't want you to go to the gap as your norm every time you have an idea or make a decision. So here's what I want you to do. In the next 24 hours, pay attention to these plateaus. Just notice where you are if you're having an idea. And I promise, starting with a tiny little decision like what to eat for dinner tonight or where to go for something this weekend, perfect example. So just pay attention if you're like, oh, I'm on the idea plateau. (laughs) We're talking about where to get dinner. And see the opportunity to move yourself quickly and directly to the decision plateau. Just know you have that option. You have permission not to go into the gap, not to ask 20 people's opinions, not to research all the extra options just to make sure you're getting the best Thai food or what have you. Or notice if you're on the decision platform, you've made a decision and let yourself move quickly into action on it. If you say, I need to figure it out, or yeah, let me think about that, Really do that. Let yourself avoid the gap altogether. It's going to feel bold. It's going to feel amazing. Okay, so there's an important note we have to make. We are not talking about rushing. Yeah, we're talking about moving quickly and directly, frictionlessly from idea to decision to action. But that doesn't mean going as fast as possible. It doesn't mean being reckless. It doesn't mean being thoughtless. The reality is we usually imagine decisions and actions that are too big. And that's why it feels impossible to get there quickly because we task ourselves with the next step after the idea of, I think I might want to explore a different career. We think the next decision we have to make is decide next career. And that's not accurate. And it's also freaking impossible. So of course we go into the gap. We give ourselves no other choice. We we have nowhere else to go, right? It's too big. We do the same thing with actions, right? We decide to write a book. And then in our minds, the next action is write the book. How? How? (laughs) We have so many other things to do. How are we supposed to sit down and just write a book? Of course, we go into the gap. I want you to start noticing, do I feel like it's impossible to make a decision? Do I feel like it's impossible to take action on this decision I feel like I've made? If that's the case, it is very likely that you're giving yourself too big a decision to make. You're focusing on the decision plateau that's like 1 million miles down the road. It's 16 steps ahead. You're on step two. So a lot of this habit change of not going into the gap so often, so automatically, is going to start by making decisions and actions smaller. 
recognizing that if you have an idea to write a book, the next decision might not be, do I write the book? Yes or no. You might be on the bridge. You you have to stay with me here because I'm like painting a really vivid mental picture. <laughs> but <laughs> there might be a really long bridge between the idea of writing a book and then the decision to write it or not. But along that bridge, you're actually just crossing the chasm between idea and decision 20,000 times. You have an idea, I want to write a book, and the next decision you make is phoning a friend who's written a book or Googling something or taking yourself to the forest and letting your mind like play with that idea. Then acting on that decision gives you a new idea that moves you to the next decision, that moves you to the next action, to the next idea, and so on and so on. And that's how you make your way to the big decisions. But we got to help ourselves out. We got to stop giving ourselves such giant problems to solve and decisions to make. Because that's when the gap feels like the safest place to go. Nothing happens in the gap. We don't make any mistakes. We're not vulnerable. Nobody can see us. (laughs) Except they can. But who cares? So I want you to remember, you can always get out of the gap. Take this as permission. You don't have to go in there in the first place. But if you're already there, that's fine. You can get out. You can just get make your way to the next smallest decision, take the next smallest action, even if it's not the big, shiny decision or action you originally had in mind. Because I promise when you start jumping over that gap, I'm snapping, I don't know if you can hear, but when you start jumping over the gap quickly and you see an idea and you let yourself just make the decision about it in that moment, when you make a decision and you let yourself act on it, in that moment, within reason, right? You're gonna feel so powerful, which is so much better than how we feel in the gap where we feel stuck and helpless and frustrated with ourselves. So I always start coaching sessions with the question, what are we celebrating? And today I wanna end our conversation with what we're celebrating. Because yeah, living in the gap doesn't feel good, but what we're celebrating is that we don't have to live there. It's possible to completely change the habit of going into the gap all the time. And we're celebrating that it's easy to get out once that's where we realize we are. Yum. Yay. Have fun paying attention to this today. Notice where you are and just give yourself permission to either get out of the gap or not go there in the first place. And make sure you go get today's downloadable that accompanies this episode. This is the visual remember that my client said changed her life. It's just going to make it so easy to see where you can be, decision, action, idea, and then where you, what you're doing in the gap, what's happening. And remember, this is in the spirit of permission. We're not making ourselves wrong or looking to judge things. We're just looking at, oh, how easy can it be to feel better and get out of the gap? So kirstenparker.com forward slash two, get your downloadable. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, if you loved this episode, you got to grab your free copy of The Ultimate Guide to Easy Decisions. You'll get six instant solutions to get out of your head and feel certain about your next choice. Just go to kirstenparker.com forward slash guide to grab it. And make sure to subscribe so you can catch every week's episode to keep building your decision mastery and become an X overthinker. See you soon.